Yo, 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 shalom, shalom, family. Cut me up in the headphones. Welcome back to another episode of Daily Bread. Where we read the word of Yahuwah daily. And uh, I'm Daliyahu, and I'm here with my talented wife. Foxy. Yes. And uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good day to everybody wherever you at. It's time to read another episode, another chapter of the book of Genesis, a better sheet. Today we read in chapter 26. And um, yeah, it's crazy. Because we got halfway through it before and then we had some technical difficulties. So we, we're doing it again. So hopefully we get through it this time. And um, yeah, stay tuned. So before we read and uh, get into the, the, the drama. Let's open up in prayer and um, get that daily bread. Barukatah, Yahuwah, Alahinu, Hamalat Ulam, our Father who is in the heavens. Permit your name to be set apart. Permit your reign to come. Permit your desire to be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us for our sins and our transgressions against your Torah and your commands as we forgive our debtors and we forgive those who trespass against us. Allow us not to be led into trial, but save us and deliver us from the wicked one. For yours is the reign, the power, and the esteem, now and forever. Of these things and more we pray in the name of our Mashiach and Sovereign, Yahusha. Halal Yahuwah. Halal you about to call you? I'm on. So yeah. Genesis, by the sheet, chapter twenty-six, verse one. Now there was a famine in the land, besides the former famine that was in the land. That that was, besides the former famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac or Yasakot went to Gerar to Abimelech, king of the Philistines. And Yahuwah appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Dwell in the land which I will tell you. Sojourn in this land, and I will be with you, and will baruch you, or bless you, baruch you, for you and your offspring. For to you and to your and your offspring I will give these lands, and I will establish the oath that I swore to Abraham your father. I will multiply your offspring as the stars of heaven, and I will give to your offspring all these lands, and in your offspring all the nations of the earth will be blessed. Because Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. Hmm. It's interesting because he said Abraham obeyed his voice, kept his charge, commandments, statutes, and laws. But it's like he hadn't really given him the laws yet, as we know it now. But he's just leaving, being obedient to his voice. He obeyed that as far as leaving the the land he was of his the land he was the land of his nativity, pretty much. When he got out of his father's house, he kept his charge. He gave him the 
circumcision, but we ain't really have the laws as we know it. It's interesting. Maybe Abraham did. Anyway, verse 6. So Isaac settled in Gerar. When the men of the place asked him about his wife, he said, She is my sister. For he feared to say, My wife, thinking, Lest the men of the place should kill me because of Rebekah, because she was attractive in appearance. This man is a trip. Interesting. Third time. Verse 8. When he had been there a long time, Abimelech, sovereign of the Philistines, looked out of a window and saw Isaac laughing with Rebekah, his wife. So, yes, caught. Isaac was laughing. Interesting. So Abimelech called Isaac a Yassacot, and said, Behold, she is your wife. How then could you say she is my sister? Isaac said to him, Because I thought, lest I die because of her. Abimelech said, What is this you have done to us? One of the people might easily have lain with your wife, and you would have brought guilt upon us. So Abimelech warned all the people, saying, Whoever touches this man or his wife will surely be put to death. And Isaac sowed in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold. Yahuwah Baruch, Baruch him, or blessed him. And that's interesting, because every time I read this, I'll be wondering, like, is that really, like, how could that be? How can you sow something and get a hundredfold, like, hundredfold? Like every one seed you plant, you get a hundred crops. That's crazy. Very interesting. Verse 13. And the man became rich and gained more and more until he had until he became very wealthy. He had possessions of flocks and herds and many servants, so that the Philistines envied him. Now the Philistines had stopped and filled with earth all the wells his father's servants had dug in the days of Abraham his father. And it's crazy. I don't know why would they fill it fill the wells with dirt when they could use the wells too. That's crazy. And Abimelech said to Isaac, Go away from us, for you are much mightier than we. So Isaac departed from there and encamped in the valley of Gerar and settled there. And Isaac dug again the wells of water that had been dug in the days of Abraham his father, which the Philistines had stopped after the death of Abraham. Interesting. And he gave them the names that his father had given them. But when Isaac's servants dug in the valley and found there a well of spring water, the herdsmen of Gerar quarreled with Isaac's herdsmen, saying, The water is ours. So he called the name of the well. A sock or a sec, which means contention because they contended with him. Then they dug another well and they quarreled over that also. So he called the name he called his name Sitna, which means enmity. Verse twenty two. And he moved from there and dug another well, and they did not quarrel over it. So he called his name Rahabaat which means broad places or space or room saying for now Yahuwah has made room for us and he and we will be fruitful in the land hallelujah for real 
it's a struggle trying to find your place. I, it, you could, I think it's something we all can relate to. Because it's just, that's like the epitome of life and growing up, you know what I'm saying? Growing up, being a child, you know, whether you got siblings or whatever, and you know, it seems like they always like fighting with each other, or if you had sisters or brothers or cousins, you, you grew up feeling like that, like, you know, everything you have, somebody want, whatever, whatever, and then you go through the process where you're growing up, and then you finally start to like, you know, make room for yourself, get your own space, your own room, your own house, whatever, whatever, and that's what growing up all about. You know, and it's a different journey for everybody, whether it's going to college for some, that's their first time being anybody self, getting their own space, some whatever, whatever. And just this process in life where we end up going from sharing room and sharing space with people till we get our own room. It's like, finally, you know, you who made space for, for me, gave you your own room, your own space. So it's interesting. You went through the same, a similar situation, just like Abraham. So the scriptures definitely interesting how they show parallels of the same events happening in different time periods very interesting verse 23 from there he went up to Beersheba and Yahuwah appeared to him the same night and said I am the Elohim of Abraham your father fear not for I am with you and will barak you or bless you and multiply your offspring for my servant Abraham's sake so he built an altar there and called upon the name of Yahuwah and pinched his tent there. And there Isaac's servants dug a well. When Abimelech went to him from Gerar with Ahuzath and his advisor and Fikal, the commander of his army, Isaac said to them, Why have you come to me, seeing that you hate me and have sent me away from you? They said, we see plainly, we see clearly that Yahuwah has been with you. So we said, let there be a sworn pact between us, between us and you, between you and us, and let us make a covenant with you. Interesting. They want some of the sauce, man. I know how the game go. Verse 29, that you will do, no, you will do us no harm, just as we have not touched you, and have done you nothing but good and have sent you away in peace. You are now the root of Yahuwah. And it's crazy when Yahuwah blessing you or Yahuwah is with you that it's just evident to people, like clearly evident people can see. And it's that's what's happening so much so to people want to make a covenant. And um, it's interesting because we're, we're not a nation yet. We're not a people. We know this is what happened when we got, when we have, when we and we were in our own land, and other nations able to come to us, come to our temple, and come join the covenant, come partake of the feast days, come inquire of the priests and stuff like that. That's pretty much what happened. What's been happening in our whole history, but it's interesting to see it, even as these people was just men, having the presence of Yahuwah with them, and how people able to see it on them as individuals and ready to like. Um, make alliances with them so it's just we see what what it is to be blessed what it is to have favor by example you know we see what what exactly that mean interesting it made me think about something verse 30 
So he made them a feast and they ate and drank. Gotta do that. Verse 31. In the morning they rose early and exchanged oaths. And Isaac sent them on their way and they departed from him in peace. That same day Isaac's servants came and told him about the well that they had dug and said to him, We have found water. So he called it Sheba. Sheba. Sounds like Hebrew for oath. Therefore, the name of the city was Beersheba to this day. Sheba. Sheba, Sheba. Verse 34. When Esau Ashu was 40 years old, he took Judith, the daughter of Beri the Hittite, to be his wife, and Basamat, the daughter of Alan the Hittite, and they made life bitter for Isaac and Rebekah. Yeah, interesting. And I think 34 and 35, interesting, just want to touch on that as we close the chapter. Uh, talk about um, Esau, uh, shoot, because most of the chapter about Isaac. And then it, it gives give us a little bit of information about um, uh, Esau. But I think the point is, what we continue to see is, it's going to mention in the other chapters that when they say they, he made, Esau made life better for his mother and father, Isaac and Rebecca. A lot of people might like think like, why? How did he make life better for them? And uh, you see, you know, it's kind of like a good thing. He took a wife. Actually, he took two wives. But I think the issue was that his parents wanted him to take a wife of the uh, they, they family, of they, um, somebody from where they was from, like they did for Isaac. But Esau taking women from around them, the Canaanite people and the Hittite, the people that whom they dwelt around. So I think that was the reason why it say he made life better. He made life better for his his mother and father. So that's always interesting. Again, um, being evenly yoked or unevenly yoked is always an issue. So yeah, anyway, that's the end of the chapter. So man. Um, yeah, it's been it's been about a car for me, for us, and uh, I hope this uh, word help and just um, provide more understanding, clarity, uh, more connection to the Father. And uh, thank you guys for walking with us, reading with us, and joining us. So, to the next chapter, you guys. Shalom, shalom, shalom.